With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Showdown Podcast. I am your host and referee, Brad Scott. Uh, This is our Oscar episode. And uh, this week we have Vix. Vaporub Miller, and he is uh, representing Gladiator, uh, Best Picture winner, year 2000. Yes, sir. Uh, And taking him on will be uh, Corky Milhouse with Gladiator, uh, Best uh, Picture winner for 1972. Wait, that's not my name. Oh, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, What is your name? Um, my name is... It doesn't matter what your name is, Corey Miller. He will be representing Godfather. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a big episode. These are two uh, cinema classics. Heavy heading Head to head. So uh, Never big, before have they gone against each other. And this is the only place you'll find these type of battles. Is on, on the, the show. showdown. <laughs> the showdown. Podcast. <laughs> On iTunes and Stitcher, or wherever you're listening now. Or Spreaker. So, um, Vic, you are the current defending champion. Um, And I am. Why don't you uh, get us started? So let's talk a little bit about Gladiator. Uh, This movie is about Maximus Aurelius and his, as an emperor, he is about to die and decides that he is going to promote Maximus to be his heir to the emperor of Rome. He has a legitimate son that he does not trust to put into that position, so he plots to make uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. The great and talented Joaquin Phoenix. And crazy. And crazy. Um, In the membrane. Uh, (laughs) Who then kills his father and has uh, our favorite actor, Russell Crowe, sentenced to death along with his family. Um, which he tells them to ride until dawn and kill him, and he takes out 12 different guys in short form and uh, proceeds to head for home to save his family, who he finds dead, his uh, slaves possibly, or workers dead. Um, and it burned him. Goes crazy. It, it looked burned like, him. Looked like the scene from Star Wars. Yeah, it, burned, it burned him up there. <coughs> yeah, that was. Uh, I remember thinking like that's pretty gruesome. It's kind of rough. Hey, he's, he's Ran the kid down the horse. Ready to get down the horse, killed the wife. These guys got some trouble headed their way. So, um, Maximus uh, basically, in his grief, passes out and gets captured by a uh, gladiator and slavers, who they take him and train him to become a gladiator. He fights his way through the ranks and becomes the superstar of the, of the gladius, um, and ends up back in Rome, <clears throat> where he meets up with Joaquin Phoenix again, who's now the emperor of Rome. And uh, when Joaquin Felix figures out who he is, wants him dead because he knows that he is going to lose his power if they figure out who he is. They could have called this movie Roman Liam Neeson. <laughs> Roman Taken. 
Roman take it. It's possible. So. Except his, his wife and his kid didn't die. So. And there was no cell phone, so he couldn't say, I'm, I've been, I've got a, a set of skills, or something like that. I can use a cestus better than anyone. Yeah, something like that. That's a sword, by the way. Yeah. Just so you know. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, so he eventually, um, Kisses off the Emperor to the point where he has to fight the Gladiator, which does not seem like a smart thing to do against Russell Crowe in a, in a pit. Um, but beforehand, he takes the coward's way out and stabs him in the, in, the, in the chest to try to slow him down and still ends up having his ass handed to him. And uh, Maximus basically takes control of the Roman Empire for all of ten seconds before he finally succumbs to his wounds and dies but not before ordering that the Roman people take their, uh, their, their lives back and make better of themselves. So. It's time for one of my world-famous limited terrible impressions. This movie gives us one of the greatest speeches in movie history, which is uh, where uh, Russell Crowe, uh, finally reveals himself to uh, Joaquin Phoenix. And, the and of takes his helmet off and, My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, commander of the armies of the north, general of the Felix Legions, and loyal servant to the true emperor, Marcus Aurelius, father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, and I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. One of the greatest speeches. Most this is Sparta. And that Definitely was not. Limited, terrible <laughs> Russell Crowe <laughs> by Brad Scott. That's right, because uh, you know it's not it's not a show without at least one impression. Limited, yeah. terrible impression. Russell, Russell Crowe is not that great of a Russell Crowe either, so you know that's all right. Uh, ben McKenzie is like a young Russell Crowe. I just. <sighs> so, what would you say the most memorable line from your movie is? From my from Godfather, yeah, the, the horror that that is. The horror that that is. Let's see, there, there's so many. I could probably uh, go with. Uh, well, it'd have to be at the wedding, and he says, uh, "Shit!" Now you put me on the spot. I can't think of it. <laughs> Fuck it. But it's not like he had that memorized either. Well, no so. one asked him. No one said you had to have it memorized. Yeah, but I mean, no. I was just saying, you know, there had to have been something. Yeah, there's there's always there's always. Uh, Memorable quotes in here. Um, let's see. Pause, pause. Did you ever think about maybe making an offer on some yeah, quotes? So you, so you, Can't be refused? Yeah, exactly. So you're not, you put me on the spot and I couldn't think of it. It's like, it's like the people that say that were on Jeopardy. So, oh, I was on the spot. I couldn't think. I couldn't think of the answer. That's exactly They're on Jeopardy. They knew they were going to be in a spot. What's the yeah. problem? But anyway, <laughs> uh, he made me an offer I couldn't refuse. There you go. Well, and, and I think that line is probably more memorable than anything said in Gladiator. What, let's let's hear, let's hear, uh, let's hear about this Godfather you speak of. All right, the Godfather is about a film. It, it's a film uh, about uh, Vito Corleone, played by Marlon Brando, who is about to step down and pass on his family, uh, his mafia family, uh, onto his son Michael, played by Al Pacino, and. Uh, Hoo-ah. That was limited, terrible Al Pacino. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's From Raging Bull, not this movie, <laughs> anyway. Just so we got that straight. That's, that's the only Pacino I can Say hello <laughs> to my little friend. <laughs> We're going to go through all of them. <laughs> we, we should do a, a Pacino soundboard. That's just Brad doing it. <laughs> hoo-ah. Hoo-ah. 
Um, but anyhow, it, that's dice, baby. <laughs> what was that one from? Is that casino? I, I, or did you make that up? I think I made that. You up. never get into your plot. <laughs> um, anyhow, um, it, it, so Al Pacino is walking around saying "ooh" and talking about. I dice. wish he would. That would. That's awesome. the whole movie. <laughs> um, anyway, we uh, we follow we follow Michael and uh, his rise to. I shouldn't say the rise to the top, but as he uh, changes from being just out of the army into taking over the family business of uh, waste management, as they would say in the Sopranos. I think it was the Marines, by the way. Well, I mean, a lot of Marines were pissed off at you about that. Uh, sorry about that. And uh, and then, and of course, Vito stepping down. And, of course, there's random uh, family fights. And when I say family, I mean mafia families uh, fighting and shooting and killing. And uh, one thing that I always thought was kind of cool is the oranges. If you watch, every, if you, anytime you see an orange uh, on screen, somebody's about to die. And it happens throughout the whole thing. So, And uh, in the one memorable scene to the uh, horse's head in the bed. That would suck if you thought that like you were going to be part of the sequels. <laughs> <laughs> and then you show up and it's just like you and Pacino in the scene. Right. And there's just fucking <laughs> baskets of oranges all over. <laughs> And you're like, God damn. And they're like, you reach in your bag and pull out what's in it. An orange. <laughs> the whole room is painted orange. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's, so, so this film actually spawned two sequels. Uh, the third of which we won't speak of. The second of which no one wants to watch anyway. The second one was not that bad. The only reason why anyone watched the second one was because it was a second one and they felt obligated. Well, you know, they asked, uh, Francis Ford Coppola why... He made the third film. I feel felt he had to make the film, and you know what his response was? Because it's a badass film. No, because they made him an offer he couldn't refuse. <laughs> he couldn't refuse the offer because he was going broke. We That's the main it. reason. <laughs> the first, one, the first movie he didn't even want to do. Twelve different directors canceled on that movie. Said no because it's going to suck. He even canceled on that movie and said no, it's going to suck. But his wife and everyone else said do it because you're going broke. And what happened? They won an <laughs> Academy Award for it after oh, almost that, firing that dude like, twelve I, more times. They, you had like you'd gotten like uh, like twelve points for your for your argument there because of mentioning how the twelve directors passed. But then Corey. Just got like 24 points. What? Uh, yeah, because the movie did go on to win Best Picture and is considered Best Picture the second um, greatest film of all time. Well, so that's like, here's, here's what your argument was. Your argument was uh, like, well, Hassan Whiteside isn't good because all the other NBA teams passed on him. <laughs> the Heat gave him the chance, and to Hassan be the glory, Riley be with you. <laughs> now, that doesn't mean the Heat are dumb because they picked up Hassan Whiteside. No. But Hassan Whiteside didn't say, no, I'm not going to go to Miami. He never said, I'm not going to go to Miami. Well, no, he was happy to go somewhere. Exactly. He got him out of the D-League. They had to force this forward into this movie. Now he's the next, you know, know, he's the next great generational center. He's he's Hassan Wiltside. Either way, they had to force him into the movie, and then they had to sit there and babysit him the whole time he did the movie because he was such a pain in the ass doing it. Talk about uh, Coppola? Yes. They almost they almost fired him like every other week on that freaking shoot. Literally. They had guys following behind him as co co directors watching what he was doing so when they did decide to get rid of him, they can continue filming the movie. What they didn't and the film went on to win Best Picture and Best Actor in a Leading Role for Marlon Brando. And... Along with 
Um, nominate, nominations for James Caan, Robert Duvall, Al Pacino, who's also in the film. Uh, you've also got some other big names like Abe Vigoda. Stop. Wow. The hell was because that? you can go on and on and on about the twenty-five nominations that they did get for this. First of all, this. you don't stop. Abe Vigoda was brought up. <laughs> <laughs> there is a website. If you go to abevigoda.com, that's a b e v i g o d a dot com. It is abevigoda.com, which is simply a website that lets you know if Abe Vigoda is alive. And is he? He is. Yeah. As a, just check As it. A, I just checked. Awesome. He is alive. And you know that based, that website basically came from somebody going, hey, did you know com is available? And the other person was like, is that guy alive? And he was like, I don't know. Let's check. And then they went and found it. And they're like, you know what? We're going to buy this domain name and we're going to let people know. And there's also a song called Abe Vigoda is Dead uh, that has a link on the website. It's a pre-mortem mix. So it's <laughs> a pre-mortem mix. I really wish I would have thought about it. Uh, there's a there's a ton of things we would have wished we had gotten ahead of time, yeah. but uh, we didn't. Like Microsoft.com. So as you're going on about your 25 nominations, and there were 25, yep. I counted them. Actually, there's 26. I'm sorry, one of them got revoked. Um, yeah, revoked one. Yeah, they revoked one. I had 119 nominations for my movie. Mm. Um, 48 of them won. Including every single but, one that you got, I got on. But was this at a time? When, like, they had 40 total categories in 72, and in 2000, there were, it's when they started adding, like, oh, best, you know, uh, catering uh, <laughs> on the set of a film. I can tell you that no, that was not one of the things they were nominated for. <laughs> oh, so they had shitty catering on yeah, the set well, of they, Yeah, either way. If you're gonna go, if we're gonna go with, if we're fighting the Oscar fight and you're going by nominations and, and wins, if you're gonna go by numbers, I win. So, well, my argument and we got we was, won on the we won on the same exact we won on the same exact very point. true. But my argument was back to what you originally said, and that they uh, fired they were about to fire Coppola. I was just saying, well, it is yeah, but Coppola on. wasn't the best wasn't the best actor. He didn't have anything to do with 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 the no, best really. actor. No, but he directed that actor. No, that actor saved his job. Is what actually happened because he told them that if they got rid of him, that he would throw a hissy fit and quit too. That's what actually happened. Well, he was nominated for Best Director. Yes, he was nominated Best Director. Also Best Costume Design, Sound, Editing, and Score. Did, uh, did uh, Ridley Scott win? No, he did not. For uh, Gladiator? No, he did not. Okay. What did they win? Oh, Crow won Best Actor, didn't he? Yes. But uh, and Marlon Brando, Brando won. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, it evens out. Yeah, those cancel each other out. So, um, but if I mean, if you want to go, we can go down to uh, Golden Globes. Um, same. Oh, Mr. Smarty Pants. Ah, this I did not know Gladiator was based on real events. Yes, loosely historically, kind of accurate. (laughs) Time frames, people, things that happen. That clean looking. No, definitely not. That's the Romans were so nasty. Bothers me in those movies. They made a lot, but you know they still stuck. Well, and like, how did the ladies get the hair off the legs? Um, they, they, they used bitches? a bone? Maybe a sharp bone. Shells. Really? I don't know. You're raking that up. Yeah, probably. I'm thinking they probably did use, like, sharpened shells. I think I saw that somewhere. They had razors of some sort. Maybe it's not in a museum or something. I don't know. Possibly. I don't know, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's one thing that I always hate about 
about films like that. It's like everybody just looks too pretty. It's like, come on, really? They're not that. Well, they did pretty. keep it a. They did keep it a like. I mean, if you looked at the people in the stands, they were kind of grungy. They weren't exactly. Well, Joaquin like, Phoenix, he's not considered like a Hollywood hunk. I don't even think Russell Crowe really would be either. This film might have made him that because you know everything. He else, moved but. into that category for a while because he yeah. did a couple of different movies that people were kind of calling him the. Yeah, the hot shit. until he went loony for a little bit. So I started throwing phones at people. <laughs> the episode of South Park where they're trying to watch the Terrence and Philip. Uh, movie trailer that's going to be premiered during the Russell Crowe show, and the Russell Crowe show is just him going around places fighting people. <laughs> yes, I remember that. I just want to fight! <laughs> yeah, I mean, to me, Russell Crowe is, is not that great of an actor. I've never been that impressed with him, and even with this movie, I just I just feel Oh, like you can't is. say you weren't impressed by this movie. This was I like... Wasn't. I fell asleep halfway through I was. I, I saw this movie in theaters... Uh, I was a grad, was senior in high school, and then I remember my first year of college, my roommate was obsessed with this movie and watched it every night. I didn't really get sick of it. Like, I, th- I assumed I would, but I'd come in and whenever, no matter what part it was on, I'd kind of sit down and watch for a little bit, even finish the movie, and I never really got tired of it. I think it's a really, really good movie. The, the thing that it is, where it, when it starts to slow down, there's a huge fight scene, and it just brings the energy back. And the scene the with movie. the tiger. Oh, yeah. Was yeah. it the tiger or a lion? It was a lion because the, the lion, lion. The lion is worth more than we are. Is the statement that was made by Juba? Yeah, that's <clears throat> that's one of the that's one of, that's one of the coolest battle scenes. In Most a, definitely in a movie. Well, the shootouts in my movie. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. I, my my movie had guns and explosions, maybe. <laughs> you don't even remember? I can't remember. You can't remember. I'm, I'm sure that uh, something blew up. Okay, I'm so sure, since, I'm sure a restaurant or two blew up. Since I'm a person that likes to watch the fuck ups in movies, I'll give you a couple out of yours. One, and I don't remember anyone's names because I really was not interested in this movie whatsoever. There's a scene where they shoot the dude through the eye, okay? Mm-hmm. When you make a choice to shoot someone that's wearing glasses in the eye with a 22, it's going to go through the glass into the guy's eye, which is what it was supposed to have done. Yet, when they show the next scene, the glasses are laying on the ground and it's just a crack. Hmm. Which, the scene before went right through the eye. Let's talk about when they uh, shoot out the, um, uh, the, the toll booth. They blast yeah. the toll booth out, yeah. that whole thing. Like, there's nothing right with that picture at all. You can tell that what they did was they, they, like, they filmed it from a couple different angles and just literally shot out the thing from the inside using whatever they used because... Ballistics of a bullet, it goes in, it makes a little hole, it makes a big hole coming out the other side. Nope. We, we, we can be semantic because you like semantics, remember? Remember remember the, 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 the racetrack? No, yeah. remember yeah, the racetrack? Yeah. Okay, so let's, let's, let's continue. Let's continue. Several occasions in this movie where they're just blasting these guys with me. Well, when, you're, when your whole movie is about gang warfare and they're, like, they're showing you all these gunfights and all these things, be a little bit accurate. Not historically accurate even. Just be a little bit accurate. When you riddle a car with bullets through the windshield and the next scene the guy's laying in the thing and the windshield doesn't have a bullet hole in it, little, that's not a little thing. That's pretty obvious. Yeah. 
timing-wise, let's talk about uh, the dates and the times for this thing. was uh, 45 to 50, I think we figured out. 45 to 55. So somewhere inside of there. There's a number of blaring things. The, the vehicles and the thing were the wrong years. The flag. There's an American flag. There's an American flag. Let's go this. There's an American flag outside of the house when they're having the big meeting of all the families. That American flag has 50, has 50 stars on it. And, yes, I did read this one because I was like, that's bullshit. <laughs> but then the, – but they tried to get it right because the one inside Vic, is Vic, 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 doesn't make any sense. Vic, uh, I hate to punch a hole in your argument. You're so passionate. There's 50 states. <laughs> there wasn't at that time. There was only 48 at the time that it was made. Now it's you. Yeah. Now it's you. <laughs> I'm proving my point, though. Fucking uh-huh. amateur hour. Proving dude. my point. Jesus Christ. You couldn't give it 10 seconds. You couldn't give it 10 <laughs> seconds to let people laugh at what they just heard, which was a funny... Obviously, I knew what your argument was. Who, like, what would make you think that I was legitimately confused? I, I even did the whole... I even did the whole lean-in. For those of you that can't see it, I'm going to lean-in... Like a wink, wink, and he still. <laughs> do I mean? Do I have to fucking wear? Do I have to put like a certain hat on, or do I have to? You don't understand how much funnier me? your rant is than your joke at the time. And again, <laughs> you're not supposed to acknowledge the rant. Just let the rant be the rant. Just shut up. So. Like you're like, oh, Corey's done a great job of letting jokes develop and letting them go. There's somebody needs to fuck him up. Uh, why let Brad have his moment now? We've already succumbed him and made him a fucking referee. So <laughs> like, why? Let's take away all of his moments. I, I have learned from my parent mistakes. Either you got anything else to say Not about yet. your goddamn movies? <laughs> um, I just want to say that uh, my the budget for my film oh, was six million dollars. Thank you, Lord. The budget was six million dollars. It's like the a total gross, one hundred and thirty-four million. It's made one hundred and twenty-eight million overall. And Gladiator, the budget was one hundred and three million, so a lot more. And they've only made eighty-four million dollars. You're wrong. That's not. You're wrong. wrong. That's according to IMDb. You're wrong They're because broke. your movie. Your movie made $245 million total overall. Completely. U.S., it made $134 million. And non-U.S., it made $110 million. So your overall number is incorrect. Your budget number is correct. However, mine made $457 million overall. I don't know where you're Beating yours. <laughs> IMDB. I don't, I don't. On a budget of? On a budget of 103. So he still, percentage-wise, <clears throat> is better. He's had longer. His made movie's more, been out longer. Made more money. It's been out longer, and that's including that's including his video sales. Oh, okay. <laughs> now I'm talking totals. But, I mean, $6 million budget, it makes 240 something Yeah. That's like... I don't like see a, where you're... That's like... But... Five thousand percent. You're looking at. You're looking at. Yeah, you are. That's true. But you're also looking at an increase in inflation. It's a whole lot more expensive. True. And there's no that. Well, no, probably not. But I'm just saying it's making more. But you're also not talking about that movie had no CGI. Had didn't have to pay for CGI or anything else that was going on in the movie. So, Uh, and as we have established, as we have established before, when you use CGI in your movie, it costs a whole lot more money. You could have used a mechanical shark. 
Or soul okay, shaped. Okay, yeah, I, I see the. Uh, I see now where the worldwide is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, it made almost two hundred and forty million dollars. What was the uh, difference on yours? Three hundred million from one to four. From one to four. Okay, I'll shut up. So I was just looking at the U.S. numbers at the top. Let's just delete that last. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't end up in this. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, that's going to mysteriously disappear. Um, Vic, what about you? Well, I, I stand on my laurels. What was your uh, freshness rating on? Uh, I don't know. I don't look at that because that's so biased. Anyway, <laughs> is it really now? Yeah, but we can look at it. I'll you look should. at it. Hold on a minute. Do you have it up already? It actually tells you on IMDb. Does it? Mm-hmm. Where? Under, I think it's under... Uh, well, I can tell you the IMDb rating is a 9.2. Uh, it has a 100% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. The Godfather. Okay. And Gladiator... Gladiator has an 8.5 rating on IMDb. Has a 76%. Ugh! <laughs> Yeah, uh, thank you for setting that up for me. I gave you the... Well, I was helping you out. You were feeling bad, so I figured I'd help you out. <laughs> you look really dejected at your numbers, screw up. <laughs> I will say one last thing is... Uh, Especially my, after you just said, like, oh, we're not going to look at that because Rotten Tomatoes sucks. <laughs> um, my cast was much... I had a much... Uh, rounded cast than yours. I mean, there's only like five people on this cast of Gladiator that I know who they are. Uh, there's about half a dozen, or there's close to probably... Did you really... Think about what you just said. Yep. You just said there's uh, there's only five people in your movie that I recognize. There's a, there's about a half a dozen... I know, I know what I said. Which is six. <laughs> <laughs> It's commercial time. All right, gang. Uh, let you know where you can uh, catch up with all of your favorite uh, members of the Showdown podcast. Let's start with Vic. Where can we find you at? You can find me on Xbox at Black and Angry. That's B-L-A-Q and Angry. Uh, Instagram and Twitter at MillerKing51. And that's it for me. Corey, where can we uh, find you at? You can find me on Twitter at NKOgonzo as well as Instagram. And uh, Letterbox D, where I review movies and as well as uh, give them stars, give them my thoughts. So uh, check it out. You can find my top 100 list on there as well too. All right, and you can find the show on Twitter at the Showdown Pod, and on YouTube you can actually get our episodes. So uh, for some reason you'd like to listen to something with no picture on YouTube. Actually, you get uh, you get you get to watch our logo. Okay. For the entire hour. That's, that seems entertaining. Yeah. Um, and also, we are on Facebook, the Showdown Podcast. Click like. We don't pay for advertising, so we're not going to bombard your page. Um, I am on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Indie Brad Scott on Facebook, Comedian Brad Scott. Uh, you can catch me March 7th. I'll be headlining the Downtown Comedy Connection in uh, South Bend, Indiana. Um, real quick, I want to tell a quick story. Uh, this last weekend, I got to open up for Dave Coulier, who you may remember um, from uh, the voice of Animal from the Muppet Babies. He was Bill Murray's character, Peter Venkman, on the Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters cartoon. And there's a little small show he was a part of that most people aren't familiar with called Full House. And he was Joey Gladstone. And it was one of my favorite shows growing up as a kid. 
And my daughter, after start about the age of two, started watching it on Nick at Night, and we bought <clears throat> some of the DVDs, and it became one of her favorite shows. And Joey quickly became one of her favorite characters um, because he was a comedian like I am, and <laughs> just way more successful, even <laughs> on the show. And did he ever do? I don't. Did he, he did ever... Star Search. He was no. doing clubs a lot at the beginning, and then they focused more on him becoming the radio DJ with Jesse. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I don't ever remember him actually doing gigs. Yeah, he would, yeah, he would do, uh, and then they'd, they'd kind of write it in, you know, like, he'd, it'd be mentioned in passing. And then he also had the episode where he dated, uh, was it Maria Bramford, maybe? Or someone, someone like her, he dated the girl that was the com- the female comic uh, that rips on the family, and they don't know how to take it, because they're not used to being around comedians, but uh, anyway. It's probably after I stopped watching. Yeah, th- this is, this this is a complete detour of a very touching, lovely story. Sorry. Um, so... Uh, Dave Cooley, I got to open for him. Uh, my daughter has had a little bit of a rough time since about October. Her mom hasn't been around and she's only seen her for a couple hours since October. So my daughter's been really handling it very well. Doesn't get in trouble at school. Still doing all of it. Still getting good, you know, marks on her homework. Doesn't get into trouble at all. Um, so I asked my comedy club, my home club, Crackers, uh, best comedy club in Indianapolis, best place to see stand-up comedy in Indianapolis, if I could arrange for, um, you know, an an autograph for my daughter. Um, I was supposed to be working the other club, the downtown club. Not only did they switch me to the Broad Ripple Club to open up for Dave, um, Ruth Ann, our owner, also arranged for my daughter to not only get an autograph, but to actually meet Dave um, for herself in person. And... I don't cry. I'm not a very emotional person unless I'm like really sloppily drunk and then I'll cry about just about anything. Um, yeah, March of the Penguins. Um, <laughs> but I, that was as close as it's going to get for me. I was, I got so choked up when my daughter uh, went into the room. Dave is one of the nicest people I've ever met in this business and he, he had done media all day. He'd just flown in that morning. It was Ten minutes before the show was about to start, um, and he had absolutely no problem taking all ten minutes to meet with my daughter, give her a hug, sign an autograph for her. He gave me a t-shirt to give to her, uh, and literally when I was trying to get her out of the green room, he asked her to stay a few more minutes and asked her more questions (laughs) about her school and everything else. And my daughter, so adorable, when she was in there... She was calling him sir at first, and he was like, no, 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 it's, he's calling me Dave. And she was like, okay, Dave. She's like, I'm a big fan of Full House. <laughs> and then uh, right before we left, she said, Dave, if I had a piece of paper and if I had a pen, I would ask for your autograph. And he immediately, oh, let me get you something to sign. No, we'll make sure you get an autograph and everything else. And then when, uh, when her and my girlfriend and I, when we walked out of the green room, she, my daughter's going, this is the best night ever, <laughs> my girlfriend said, uh, when they went. Outside crackers, back onto the street. My daughter was going up to everybody on, uh, you know, College Avenue, going, "I just met Joey from Full House. His real name is Dave. He's famous. Here's his autograph." <laughs> and uh, he took pictures with her. He took pictures with the entire staff. So from here on out, whenever anyone asks me who my favorite comedian is, without hesitation, the answer will be Dave Couillet. And he's a great act on stage as well. Very, very funny. Very, very legit. So that's just, I wanted to share that. Uh, I'm sorry if it was a little sappy and syrupy, <laughs> if you lost interest, but it was a very cool thing. And it, people like to to down 
to downgrade people. Like, we don't feel like celebrities are real people. We feel it's our place just to say vile, evil, terrible things about these people. But I guarantee you most of the people that do that, when they meet these people in real life, it's not, oh, he's a washed-up has-been. Because it kind of becomes a reality that you realize, well, you're a never was. <laughs> so just think about that. Just be nice to people. Be nice. And that's what Dave Coulier was. He was just nice. Very cool. All right. And here we go. Back to the show. The results are in. All right. This is about so to be a real fight meeting. <laughs> I have tallied up the meaningless points. And... Um, should, do you guys want the result first with the explanation? Or a quick explanation and then the result? Oh, it doesn't matter. Just Which hit, are, us. hit us with it. Yeah, hit us with it. Okay, we'll go. I'm going to go ahead and say look over this this. <laughs> this week's uh, winner is Corky Millhouse with the Godfather. Here's why, um, Vic. You kind of argued yourself out of this because <laughs> I love the movie Gladiator and I hate the Godfather. <laughs> but the biggest the biggest thing was because you didn't take advantage of one key thing. Which is uh, when Corey was either making a sleeping sound <laughs> or when he was basically down-talking any of your points. At some point in time, I can't believe you never said, Are you not entertained? <laughs> Are you not entertained? Is this not why you're here? Oh. I would have I begun chanting, Spanier! 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 <laughs> And you didn't do it. Wow. <laughs> Not to mention the whole, uh, yeah, there was, there was a lot of, a lot of different things that, uh, Corey kind of, kind of had your number with the argument. Yep. And just like, uh, Joaquin did in Gladiator, I give you a thumbs down. It didn't work for him though. So it's yeah. a bad reference. Well, just so you know. I know. <laughs> the only one that I could pull from there. So this week's winner is The Godfather, oh. represented by Corky Milhouse. Yeah. And uh, do you have the, uh, let's, it's our Oscar episode. Let's get some Oscar picks in. Do you have the uh, categories pulled up? It there, is Corky? our Oscar episode, and therefore we are going to, uh, we're, we're going gonna to make our predictions. We're going to predict the, the interesting categories, the ones that people care about. We're not going to do like cinematography or director of photography, all that bullshit. We're doing the, uh, the, the meat so, uh, you have the categories pulled up there? I do. All right. Let's, All right. uh... Let's... Here. Yeah. All right. Here's what, we, here's what we got for best picture. Well, we were going to start with best picture? You want to start... Should we build to best picture? Okay, we can, last we can, prediction, we can, right? Yeah, we can hold off here. Let's they see. Don't, they don't do that at 8 o'clock, Corky. Yeah. Do you want to do directing? Yeah, let's start with directing. All right. Directors. So, uh... All right. So, we have... the nominees. We have, uh... I'm not going to... I'll just... Say, okay. Alejandro something or other for Birdman, which actually, if you didn't know, it's Birdman or The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance is the full title. Hmm. Uh, Richard Linkletter with Boyhood. Bennett Miller with Foxcatcher. Wes Anderson, Grand Budapest Hotel. And uh, The Imitation Games, Morton Tildum. All right. I'm going to go. Oh, I'm going to wait for Vic. Vic, Vic looks like he passed to you. So Bob, okay. you go first. Uh, I'm going to go with the guy that directed Birdman because okay. it's the only movie I've really heard of um, in that in that category. And uh, okay. I'm going to go with the director of Childhood. Well, you're going with Linkletter. Yeah, Linkletter. It's Boyhood. Boyhood. But I know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. And wow, this is uh, this is interesting. Um, 
I want to say Wes Anderson because Grand Budapest was in my top ten. But I don't think he's going to get it. I'm going to have to go with... Uh, wow. Uh, Inaritu for Birdman. I'm a, I'm a, Birdman, Birdman. I'm going to. You had such great things to say about Grand Budapest. Though. I did, but I don't think I don't think Wes Anderson's going to get it, and I doubt Grand Budapest will even get Best Picture. Hmm. All right, let's move on to Best uh, Actress. Actress, you Ladies want actress? first. Let me find it here. Um, here it is. Oh wait, that's Supporting Actress. Let's do Supporting Actress first. Now we're going to do the Supporting. Yeah. Well, just Supporting. Yeah. You're not important. Um, <laughs> we have Patricia Arquette in Boyhood. Laura Dern in Wild, Kieran Knightley in The Imitation Game, Emma Stone in Birdman, and Meryl Streep into the Woods. Uh, you know who he's picking? Who? What was the first one? Patricia Arquette, Boyhood. Uh, is now is Patricia Arquette? Is that the chick from uh, Home Improvement? No, no. That is uh, Patricia. Heat. No. Heat. Yeah, yeah. 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 What is what was Patricia Arquette is the one from? Um, she was in Medium. Yeah. Okay, and then who She's else? She's the, the, the less known Arquette sister. And then who sister. else? Um, Laura Dern. Uh, which I would know from... It's Bruce Dern's daughter. I know that. Yeah, I really would I know Bruce <laughs> Dern from? <laughs> uh, okay, no, 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 Jurassic Park would have been yeah. maybe a better option to say. Yeah, especially for him. Yeah. Uh, so, and then... Kira Knightley. Uh, how do you spell that? Oh, wait, here we go. Uh, Emma Stone. Let's see here. Kira Knightley, where would I know her from? She was, oh, Okay. Uh, and then Emma Stone. I like Stone. how he has to, his reference is just looking at their picture. <laughs> and then Emma Stone and who else? Uh, Meryl Streep. Uh, I'm going to go with Kira Knightley because she's the most bangable. Okay. Yep. That's the only, that's about the only one I. And Emma Stone? She's not even, Over I Emma don't Stone. think Emma, I, really? I, Emma Stone to me looks like she kind of has like, like just, she's like a Muppet. In a way, <laughs> that's actually kind of funny. I've heard someone say that before. I've actually heard someone say that before. And she always looks like she would have saliva building up in the corners <laughs> of her mouth. Just I'm speechless. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I hear every time I see her talk. Just because the way she looks when she talks. <laughs> I'm gonna say Meryl Streep because this shit's rigged. See, I don't think I don't think it'll go to Streep. She's gotta get the nomination every year. Um, and eventually just, they're going to give it to her. Yeah, and and I think every year it's not going to be her. Um, I'll go. See, I, I have never, I haven't seen any of these movies. I don't think it's going to be Emma Stone. It won't be Meryl Streep. I'm gonna. So hilarious. This is how I'm going to make my pick: is saying who it's not. Who's most be. fuckable? Right? No. Oh. Uh, I'm going to go. I don't even know what Wild so is. I go with Patricia. You're the fuckable. Arquette. I'm the cynic. He's the what? Um, the true believer. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going with Patricia Arquette. All right. What's next? All right. We're going... Uh, supporting actor, right? Supporting actor. Who's... Who, read him off. We have Robert Duvall in The Judge, Ethan Hawke in Boyhood, Ed Norton in Birdman, Mark Ruffalo in Foxcatcher, and J.K. Simmons in Whiplash. I'm going to go J.K. Simmons, uh, just because he did a good job on SNL, and I love the uh, State Farm, is it? Or Farmers. Yep. We are farmers. And uh, I won't vote for anything for that Judge movie because that looked like the worst piece of shit ever. Like, how much of a Hollywood cliche was that movie? Robert Downey Jr. is the tough-nosed 
you know, slick-talking lawyer whose dad is the conservative, hard-nosed judge. Friday is on ABC. Oh, my God. You just couldn't let me finish my little thing, could you? Oh, sorry. I didn't know you were going up. Who's your pick? I'm going to go with you. J.K. Yep. Uh, that makes it three of us. Sweet. I'm going go with Simmons as well. All He's right. actually done a lot of a lot of pretty good things. Mm-hmm. Really good Oz? Yep. Great in that. He, did, uh, he also did um, some of the SBUs, too, for a while. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we move on to actress in a leading role. We have Marianne Cotillard uh, from Two Days, One Night. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. Uh, let me... Let me uh... Marianne, what was it? C O T I L L A R D. C. Wait, wait. How do you spell the Marianne? It's Marion. Like Marion, Indiana. M A R I O N. Oh, okay. And then C. C O T. Cotillard? Yeah. Let's see. Cute. <laughs> That's how all his picks are going to be. I had to go with him. It's not a bad idea. Who's the next nomination? Uh, Felicity Jones in Theory of Everything. Felicity. Jones. Uh, looks like cottage cheese is in the lead. <laughs> Go ahead. Rosamund Pike from Gone Girl. What is it? Rosamund Pike. Rosamund. She was also in. You got me. The uh, world's end. She's hotter, but looks way cuntier. She's British. Yeah. So, okay. so that explains it. That? Uh, Reese Witherspoon <laughs> for Wild. I've, okay, and? And uh, Julianne Moore for Still Alice. But Julianne Moore is... Uh, that's the one she was in... Uh, You're going with Rothman Pike. Yep. All right. I'm going with uh, Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. Uh, let's see who I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with, uh, I'll go with, um, God, I hated Gone Girl. I'm not picking that movie. I thought that movie was horrible. Uh, Felicity Jones. So we all pick somebody different. I thought the movie was horrible. How did she do in it? That's uh, not what you're choosing. I'm picking the true. movie. You're picking the actress. Yeah, but I, I don't think that she was Oscar worthy. All right. Actor in a leading role. We have... Steve Carell, Foxcatcher. Do you want time to look these this guys the best up? Best actor. Here? Yeah. Are, are you judging? I, I, I already know. Steve Carell. You doing the guys for fuckability? No, no, no. With, <laughs> well, no. With the guys, I'm going to use based on their merit of their work. Oh. <laughs> of course. So continue. Okay. Bradley Cooper in American Sniper. Well, not vote anything for that movie because that is a. You know what? <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I really want to hear the rest of this. I know. I <laughs> No, I want to see we'll, where you go. We'll lose a lot of people. <laughs> the 12 that we have will quickly we'll go to like the only six that agree with me. Um, you got Benedict Cumberbatch in The Imitation Game, Michael Keaton in Birdman, and Eddie Redmayne in Three of Everything. I'm not betting against Batman. So you're going with Michael Keaton. I had to think about that one for a second. Hmm. Huh. It's between him and Cumberbatch. Well, you know who they're gonna give it to. Well, yeah, well, that's the cynic, and that's that's the cynical choice, obviously. I want to say Steve Carell. No, mm-hmm. who are they going to give? I'm it to? saying I want. Oh, okay. yeah, I want to. I think uh, American Sniper is probably going to have too much uh, 
uh, static with it. I think too much people complaining and, and whatnot. So I don't think they're going to... I don't think he's going to be a... I don't think it's going to be him. Birdman could, but that's more of a... Uh, not a big budget movie, so I think it's going to kind of have... Be stepped down a little bit. So. Oh, really? Yeah, because like, you know... Like those huge blockbusters like The Artist that uh, won Best Picture oh, two years true. ago that didn't even have sound. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go with Sherlock. I'm going to Cumberbatch. Alright. Now are we on to the Big Daddy? Yep. Uh, I'm saying Cumberbatch. That's what, that's what I meant. That's, that's no. Fix the Big Daddy. Alright, and finally... Best picture. American Sniper, Birdman, Boyhood, Grand Budapest, Imitation Game, Selma, Theory of Everything, and Whiplash. Brad? Birdman. Bird. No, this is only because of one of the guys on the heat is nicknamed Birdman. No. Okay. It's because uh, it's the only movie I would want to see out of those. Okay. I'm going to Boyhood. You're going Boyhood. I am going to say Whiplash. That is my pick. Uh, as much as Selma probably... I don't know. So yeah. See, someone's gonna someone's gonna get the <clears throat> the you know artistic nod or the I thought the historical nod, but I don't think it's going. I to. thought nothing from Selma was nominated. That's wasn't the only the thing. Big rip- yeah, that's the big thing is that director wasn't. There was no actors nominated. It was mm-hmm. just the movie. The itself. movie itself. But see that that's that's I think that that's a pity. That's a pity. It's a pity nod. Yeah. I don't think it was like they actually like it may show up another time or something else. But it's just I just don't think that the Oscar they might gave it they to might it, give it to it. Well, you know, at the same no, time, no. hey, at it, the same time, cops shoot another unarmed black kid. They're gonna, the Selma's gonna win best. <laughs> at the same time, the American Sniper was nominated, but Clint Eastwood wasn't. So you can't say, well, why wasn't the director nominated for Selma? Well, yeah, but nothing no, no, else in that movie. That's the nothing else in that movie. I get that, but they can't say, well, the director wasn't. No, uh, but no, but they can because they're saying the director, the actor, the supporting actor, yeah. the actress, the, the music, nothing, nothing in there. Whole, you know, but you could still say it individually. Yeah. Well, American Sniper, Bradley Cooper did, and that's it. So it's. You know, they yeah, got there one, wasn't a whole they lot got of zero. So, the, I mean, it's still kind of on the same level. I'm not saying... Yeah, but this is only the ones that we have here. Right. Like, there's, you know, yeah. however, other, however, how many other ones sure. there are. But those are the main ones, and it doesn't even have one other nod in it. Yeah. Because so, I'm pretty sure that I could go, oh, well, you know, some of the, the music from that was great. We're going to we're gonna give it that. And I don't think that's going to happen. Not when, not when it has no other nominations in there. You know? Yeah. So, that is our picks. Are we putting a wager on this? No. Whoever gets the most. No. Cause, cause I, I'm not like, betting on movies I've never seen. <laughs> you're if I'd are seen you afraid the movies, which is, pro- which is probably not the best thing for a podcast about movies that none of us have seen any of the Oscar-nominated films. Um, I've seen one. Grand Budapest. Oh, okay. Well, then you're an expert. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me an expert on this channel. <laughs> it's the only time I can say that. Here, okay, you know, sure, we'll make a wager. Um, uh... How about if you lose, you have to get a shirt airbrush that I lost to Corey and Big, and you have to wear it uh, at, at your follow, the, the stand-up 
You do the, the following weekend. <laughs> that way, I just hold on. What's what's our? <laughs> I lost to Vic and Corky. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They're like, what do you mean that guy from that TV show? <laughs> That's where you're pulling that from. Right Here's now. what we should do. Here's what we should do. Uh, if uh, if I whoever like if you lose. You have to post a picture of yourself on social media wearing uh, something like heat gear. And if I lose, I have to wear pacer gear. What the fuck happens if I lose? Oh yeah, yeah. This is a three-way bet. This isn't gonna. This is gonna be difficult. It needs to just be monetary. You just put a pitch in a dollar, the winner wins. Hey, put, a, put a buck on each category. Yeah. All right. Well, Hashtag. I'm what should we do? What should the loser? Hashtag. I'm good for a buck this on each category. Part should be edited. <laughs> I'm good for a buck on each category, and then just edit the whole thing out until we put a buck on each category. All right. Okay. All right. Well. Thank you for listening to the Showdown Podcast. We'll see you next time. Later. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.